Welcome to the Center for Transformation Institute podcast, where we are uniting with therapists everywhere for personal and professional growth. Your journey starts here at The Place Therapists Grow. It's good to be here with you, Rebecca. Good to be here with you. Yes, I'm Monica Maurer, a licensed therapist, and this is my friend, Rebecca Molendick. Yes. Hello. (laughs) I'm the Director of Operations here at the Center for Transformation Institute. And we are coming together in this episode to talk about the importance of relational connection. Yes. And so as a therapist, I'm passionate about relational connection for myself and others and passionate about bringing that, the truth of relational connection to therapists, Mm -hmm. not only for therapists' lives. I mean, I can identify with other therapists and the loneliness and um, sometimes hopelessness that we feel Mm -hmm. because relational connections aren't always going the way we want them to go in our own life or with our clients and so I really want to offer some wisdom and hope and truth to other therapists so that we can we can grow together Mm -hmm. so I'm glad that you're here with me I am too as my friend and colleague and that we can we can talk together about this important thing Um, I'd like to share a little bit about my own experience of relational connection as a child Mm -hmm. and would love to hear from you too Mm -hmm. Rebecca if you have something you would like to share for me I'm thinking back to even my college age Mm -hmm. you know I was a part of a sorority and in the sorority there was uh, it was at a state university so it was a larger group and it was really interesting to sit and observe the way things went in the sorority in terms of the decades, like generations of women who had passed through those halls, those walls of that of that house on that campus, um, and just see all the different things that kind of made us come together in a place of belonging we Mm -hmm. had like songs and little rituals and ceremonies and handshakes and (laughs) all these little (laughs) things kind of cheesy little things that we would do that were supposed to kind of bring us together Mm -hmm. into the sense of a unified uh people like a group Mm -hmm. right and so that was one of the places where there was some belonging but i would say even more than that i had such strong belonging Mm -hmm in my group at church right because i grew up in church Uh, my parents had us in church from very young and it wasn't just like a sunday thing for us we were there on wednesdays we were in community with these people and we would sing the songs of our faith we Mm -hmm. would practice god's presence together we would read the scripture we would talk about the scripture and it became a sense that when these songs were played mm. and when these scriptures were spoken about, I would feel a strong sense mm. of something powerful around belonging. Mm-hmm. Like, this is my people, and this is how we do this, and this is how we view life, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you can identify with that. You know, I just thought of one thing where mm-hmm. I've had a strong sense of community, and this was my background as an actor. Every time I've in, in some shows more than other, but putting, putting on a stage oh, yeah. show, yes, you have all these strangers that you have known nothing <laughs> so about. So true. Yeah, and you might be have completely <laughs> different lifestyles and right? really no point of connection. But then you come together and you yes. form this incredible bond. Yes, and then you trust each other with mm. like your lives mm-hmm. for months rehearsing, and yes. then you're on stage and and you're you're you have each other's back because there's always yes. like a night that someone forgets a line or. And then there's this sense of reward after that we oh just um, we just yeah. made just totally whole audience laugh or yes. cry or yes. yes, and then you're just like 
Uh-huh. So bonded together. Yes. And then when it's over, it's so sad. It's so sad. Because All that work. <laughs> I'm going to miss you so much because it's like this family. It's, it's the, the craziest family. thing. And, and, yeah. and when I think about certain shows... More so than like, oh, I that was right. a great performance. Yeah. I'm remembering the bond with those people. Yeah, and sometimes I'll never ever see them again. I know, and it's, it, but it's it's, so a, it's an amazing experience. Yeah, you know, I did that a little bit in high school, mm-hmm. college. Nothing at the level that you have done it, and I could totally, you know, we, we would have a cast party yeah. afterward, and just like that feel that euphoric. And when you were talking, uh-huh. I actually remembered I waited tables for years. Mm-hmm. And I remember going home to my mom one night after waiting mm. tables and be like, Mom, I love the people I work with. Like, there's It's multi-generational. There are older people, younger people. And so I true. just love them. There's a sense mm. of we were working hard together. We're doing something. We're joking. We're eating together. We're yeah, laughing. Seeing each like, timing your maneuver. Stressed out yes. together. Yes. Like, I spilled margaritas all over myself <laughs> one night. But it's, like, you know, fun. And, yes. And uh, stressful all at the same time. Mm-hmm. You just learn the ups and the downs, and there's a sense of belonging with Absolutely. those people. And it's truly good to be with them, right? Absolutely. It's truly good to be with them in, in the ups and the downs. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to relational connection, there is a science behind it. Mm-hmm. So I know I experienced some things when I was younger. You mm-hmm. did, too, I, just before I understood any of the science of mm-hmm. it. But as I've started to really understand the science of it now... All those things from the past make a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. And so just to bring in some of that into this episode, there is a sense that as humans we bond either in dyads, like Mm two-person relationships, or in family bonds, Mm -hmm. which is we call in life model, we call it a three-plus bond, Mm -hmm. right? And so as humans we are tribal in our wiring. So mm-hmm. we are more about belonging than we are about our individual lives, which is kind of backward in the way that we mm-hmm. do it here in the United States, in our That's society. True. We're all about our own you know, social media page and filming ourselves mm-hmm. and videoing ourselves or having our own picture, our own profession and advertising mm-hmm. ourselves. When really we're mm-hmm. tribal um, in the way that we think, our brains want to consider what is it like to be us Mm. more than it considers what is it like to be me. Hmm. Explain that a little bit more. Okay. From a brain perspective. From a brain perspective. Understand that better. Exactly. Okay. No problem. So when we think about mirror neurons, which Mm -hmm. is in an earlier episode, there's a sense of I'm I'm reflecting back to myself. My brain is reflecting Mm -hmm. back to myself how I think you think about me. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes. And so there's the sense of we're interconnected. Interpersonal neurobiology Mm -hmm. with Dan Siegel talks about how as humans there really is no such thing as just me. There's only a we. Mm. And I always think, man, if I was the only person walking around the earth, I would be going, who am I and why am I here? But because you're here with me, Mm -hmm. I see you looking back at me and I go, oh, I'm realizing, I mean, right now you're looking at me. I'm looking at you. Mm -hmm. You can't see your hair and your makeup Mm -hmm. and your (laughs) your smile. (laughs) I can't see mine. Yes. Right? But it's you and you can't even see yourself. And so we rely on each other to actually see ourselves. Yes. And okay. there's something that happens in the three-plus bond, in that family mm-hmm. bond, that that creates a sense of an ability to have unity, mm-hmm. mutual mind. 
and that there's so much power in that because of the collective brain and the collective energy system that's created in the group brain. And as Christians, mm-hmm. we know there's scriptures that talk about this, that there's a mystery of oneness, that the, the mm-hmm. unity of the believers, the bond of fellowship, yes. that there's something so powerful in, in praying in mm-hmm. agreement with one another. Absolutely. God's already saying that. Now the science yes. is backing it up. Yes. In fact, what Dr. Wilder says um, based on the science is that who we belong to is actually more important to our brain than what we believe wow yeah so who we belong to is more important to us than what we believe so we could have strong convictions on something Mm -hmm. but if the people around us don't believe that Mm -hmm. it can really throw us off absolutely right or if we belong to a people mm-hmm. who believes a certain way, we might actually go to believe what they believe exactly. just because they believe it. Yes. Because we want to belong. Our brains want to belong. So it's a bit of an overwhelming concept. It is. You th- I, the one thing I think about is like my children, right? Yes. I know. Our teenagers. Yes. And who they relate to. Like you want, mm-hmm. you know, we can't control Yes. Who they hang out with at school. Right. And the belief systems they have in those belief systems can really impact them because they're about belonging. 100%. And right? we know that, like, right around 13 years of mm-hmm. age, our kids, our teenagers, start to uh, shift who they belong to. Mm-hmm. It used to be their family of origin, yes. and now they're shifting to their group of peers mm-hmm. as their primary space of belonging. That's a normal way that teens mm-hmm. autonomize. Mm-hmm. And that's beautiful and wonderful if the people that they yes. are connecting to and bonding to are healthy individuals. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times as, as teens, especially if in our culture mm-hmm. where teens are being influenced by the culture rather than by healthy mm-hmm. things, it can be really kind of scary and dangerous Absolutely. for our kids. And so it is something to be alarmed and aware mm-hmm. of. Something that I think happens to us as humans, and we really saw this happen in the last several years in our culture, is it's very easy for us to kind of split off into more of an us and them mentality. Mm. And that really keeps us from strong relational connections. Mm. I mean, even as we're talking about teenagers and, oh, the other teenagers, they're the them, Mm -hmm. right? And I don't want my teenagers being around the them Uh because this is how we do it. This is us. And that way of thinking actually keeps us Mm. from uh, a more like global connectedness of all human of humankind that God loves all humans and we really kind of get stuck in that way of thinking it has definitely been a part of our culture in America in the last several years mm. the polarization has been created yes, and we justify ourselves in it and, and it, it's crazy creating all kinds of problems because that's not God's design for chaos us. chaos confusion mm-hmm. hatred mm-hmm. upset and, and a feeling of self-justification around that Mm -hmm. and we know though as therapists as people who are studying this um, way of understanding relationship that in order to truly self-actualize we want to start being compassionate we want to grow into Mm -hmm. a sense of compassion for all humans Mm -hmm. that even the people who have done horrible things who end up in prison Mm -hmm. who like have harmed other people we want to see them Mm -hmm. as not monsters But as people who are very wounded, and maybe we do need to have boundaries around their woundedness because of how they're harming others, but not to see them through the lens Mm -hmm. of a them. 
but more of an us of the collective sense mm -hmm. of all humans here on earth trying to figure out how to do this thing mm -hmm. really seeing others through the eyes of heaven identifying mm -hmm. people through the lens of what we were saying in that other episode about true identity mm -hmm. rather than seeing people through the lens of their wounded identity Absolutely. yeah mm -hmm. a lot of people are dominant in their pain Yes. Right? There's a dominance in your wounded identity, but that doesn't mean that that's, you're worthless or that's all of who you are. Yes. In order to walk outside of that, you need somebody to see it. Mm -hmm. Right? So important. So important. So important. Mm -hmm. So I think as a culture, it's really tough because we know relational connection is important. Mm -hmm. We're struggling in our relational connections. Yes. And Life Model talks about this idea of the relational brain skills. You've heard me talk about that Absolutely, before. Yeah. Transforming Fellowship, mm -hmm. the Thrive Training, and even in our couples identity group and in our little <laughs> three-person identity mm -hmm. group, we do a lot of those relational brain skills mm -hmm. building exercises, and that's a lot of what we're going to be talking about in some future episodes. Yes. So important. So important. Because we know that joy means... It's good to be together. together. <laughs> it's good to be together. It's not like I'm happy. It's more, I can be sad, yes. but you're glad to be with me. Mm -hmm. And that joy is birthed out of mm -hmm. our relationship that you see me through the lens of my true mm -hmm. identity. You don't judge me or devalue mm -hmm. me based on how I'm acting. And so I don't have to have toxic shame. Mm -hmm. I'm not good enough. There's something wrong with me. I can live from a sense of confidence and a sense of grace and love because you're glad to be with me no matter what. Yes. Yeah. So it's a beautiful thing. It is. <laughs> it's a beautiful <laughs> thing. It's good to be with you today, Rebecca. It's good to be with you, my friend. <laughs> good to be with you. And we'll be talking soon about some more of these skills. Yes. Getting to the next level of the depth of this stuff so we can all grow together. Yeah and who we are as relational beings. Look forward to it. All right, thanks. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of The Place Therapists Grow. We hope you will join us next Monday. To expand your knowledge and continue your growth journey, go to cftinstitute.com and take our assessment. See you next time.